boys to boys boys boys, boys. boys. podcast where we share real life stories about bad boys. boys and then we do improvisational scenes based off those stories if you don't know what improv is fuck you <laughs> uh it just means that everything's made up on the spot we're hosts i'm rosh abdullah my pronouns are she her I'm Holly Malaski, pronoun she, her. And before we introduce our guest today, we just wanted to let all you good boys know that this will be <laughs> the last episode for season two. But don't worry, because just like your ex who still owes you 20 bucks, we will be back for more. So <laughs> season three will be back in the fall, which means that we'll also be pausing all our Patreon sponsors until we return. And we just wanted to thank everyone for listening and sharing and donating. You're all very, very good boys, we declare. Yeah. <laughs> Good boys all around. We'll see you in the fall. And without further ado, our season finale guest is Rosie. Hi. Welcome, Hi, Rosie. Rosie. All right, Rosie, who's the bad boy of the day? Who's the bot D? Okay, so we're going to talk about a bad boy that I like to call the lobster man. The lobster man. <laughs> yep. Sounds like a superhero. Oh, no, no. <laughs> super villain. Super villain. Yeah. Super villain. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, what's the lobster man's deal? Why has he wronged you and therefore us? Okay, so <laughs> I will take you back to the summer of 2011, which happens to be a decade ago. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, what a night. <laughs> so <laughs> to, paint, to paint this summer, I do have to tell you, this is my first year of university done. I lost a ton of weight thanks to an eating disorder, so I was really feeling myself. And <laughs> thank yeah. you, eating disorder. Thank yeah. you. Terrible, just terrible. <laughs> and I had ditched my high school boyfriend, and I had been single mingling since uh, winter. So that's just kind of telling you where I was mentally. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I thought, you know, I have one year of university. In my pocket. I am a worldly woman, of course. I know everything. So why not give... <laughs> yeah, you know it all now. I know it all. The memoir is coming out. You have all the advice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I was just like, I should give guys a chance. Like, if they want to talk to me, I should really just hear them out. Wrong. That's kind of the mind. Yeah. <laughs> Mistake number one. Yeah. I was going in with that mindset. I'm like, you know, looks don't matter. I'm not that kind of woman anymore. Like, I'm just going to go with the flow. If Wait, why, really... in this phase of your life, why did looks stop mattering? I thought that I should give folks a chance that I wouldn't normally be attracted to because I could have been missing out on something more. So I was trying to challenge whatever biases I had I'm going on. I'm missing out on those ugly people. You, you were worldly. That's such a mature headspace. <laughs> you actually were a mature first year student. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I, don't, I don't honestly. I, think it, I don't know. I think it goes back to what you were talking about, the mental health space. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Like, I'm going to lower my standards. <laughs> basically. Basically. So I'm like, if you're being nice to me, like, you know what? I have the time of day for you. So that's what happened. Anyway, so at this point, my best friend and I would go out pretty much every Friday and Saturday night. So it was a Saturday night. We were getting ready to go out. We and at the time we used to buy this nine dollar bottle of wine called a Stika, and it was an Argentinian white wine that was again nine dollars, but it had the highest alcohol content rate. So we yes. all we wanted to do was get That's really we drunk for it. Yeah. Oh my God, Rosie, we live the same university 
university life, yes. I would go into the LCBO and I would be like, what's the cheapest thing for the highest percentage? Exactly. <laughs> like you can't go wrong. And I mean, we took it up a notch. We mixed it with Fresca to make it last longer. So yeah, dirty times. Oh my so, God. You really do sound like Roche in university. We used to call Roche to Moscato Roche because she would drink two <laughs> bottles of Moscato before we go out. And it's like, same, same. Yeah. There's Boon Sangria, uh, which is $5. And then there's Spumante Bambino, which was $13 for one and a half liters. If I drank all of that, I would get blackout, which isn't a good thing, but that was one. And then I also discovered, <laughs> I discovered in second year of university, I discovered Vex because it was only $5. And I'd rock up to parties with this like blue Vex and people would be like, I drank that when I was 14. And I'm like, well, I'm 19 and I'm drinking it now. <laughs> you can't go wrong, right? Like you're, it's, you're spending hardly any money at all. You are getting example blackout drunk basically before you yeah. even hit the party or the Which bar. why you're drinking to get drunk. Exactly. I didn't, uh, yeah, no, I wasn't the type to nurse out these like $10 drinks at the bar. I couldn't stand that. So our game plan was always get as drunk as possible at the house, get on the bus, yep. bring a bottle of whatever we were drinking and like sneak it into them. At the time, my best friend loved drinking these diet green tea bottles of, well, yeah, green tea, like, and they were just filled with aspartame from Costco. So I just remember she would have these green tea bottles and the color was similar enough to our wine fresca mix that if someone on the bus asked us <laughs> what we were drinking, we could easily just say it was green tea. So we'd fill up the bottles. <laughs> get on the bus. No one believed you. No, of course not. Um, yeah, so that's what we would do. So rolling up on the Saturday night bottles of this white wine deep, and we get into a bar called the Heart and Crown in the Byward Market in Ottawa. So the Heart and Crown is really important to mention because the layout of this bar had like almost five different spaces you can be in. So it was connected to a second bar under a different name that I don't remember at all. But when you would first walk in, it would just kind of be like a little lounge area with a live band playing. And we didn't, we didn't want that. No. So you keep going. Then there's a secondary space. <laughs> That's not what we were looking for. You're there for one thing and one thing only. Yeah. Skip the music. Let's fucking go. <laughs> so yeah, so we're now we're going to like the fifth spot. We're going right to the back where there's the dance floor, but you know, we're still being cool because there are tables where you can sit at. So my friend and I sit down at a table and we're just trying to observe the crowd, seeing what is looking good tonight, despite, you know, my rules about personality. <laughs> Out of the blue, this guy comes and he asks if he could sit at our table and he had a friend. And we said, sure. So he sits down and we actually end up talking with the two guys and they were super nice. It was a really casual conversation. I was really, I was really into this one guy too. So I was like, damn, we got lucky so fast. So the time is going on, we're chit-chatting. And then my best friend ends up leaving to go to the bathroom. So she, she should have technically went to the bathroom behind us, but I did not know that it was so full. So my best friend ends up going missing for about 45 minutes. I'm still talking to the two guys and I'm getting a little worried about where she is. So then the two guys end up going to the bathroom themselves. So I'm just sitting on the table completely alone now. And finally, my best friend comes back. And what had happened, she ended up trying to go to the bathroom behind us. It was too full. So she took a step out to where the smoking um, patio was just to try to get to like part three of the bar. So she tries to do that, realizes she can't actually access that third section and tries to come back inside. And the bouncer's like, whoa, 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 there's a lineup to come in. So she's stuck outside. And that's why she was missing for such a long time. Oh, she's trapped. 
Oh, totally trapped. So they don't let her back in until she waits her turn. And I told her that the guys had left to go to the bathroom, that they hadn't been back. So then the guy does come back and he asks me to dance. And I'm like, yes, I am ready because it's almost closing time, like time to hit the dance floor. So but I thought you didn't dance. I thought it wasn't cool. No, well, it was cool tonight because I was trashed and I was feeling him. So <laughs> I'm shimmying on the sticky floor with my like Arden flats just like sticking every step I took. <laughs> so it's great. So then we start making out on the dance floor and I look over my dude's shoulder only to find the guy I had actually been talking to all night staring back at me in horror. <laughs> The guy that had actually approached me to dance was not the same guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> you didn't even notice at all. I had no idea. I was pretty did drunk. Did they look similar at least? Yeah, they did. They did. So both were taller. Okay. Both had dark hair. I think both had like possibly a plaid shirt on. I don't know. Like it was similar enough Probably. that I totally thought it was the same guy. Didn't matter. All that mattered was their personality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I just look over and he's just looking at me like, what the hell? I said I was just going to the bathroom. So I (laughs) double down. I pretend like I didn't see him and I'm just freaking out internally about like, who the hell am I kissing? Like, who is this guy that I'm talking to and kissing and dancing with right now? (laughs) Obviously, the dance ends right there. I'm kind of, I shimmy off the dance floor. The guy I've I've been dancing and kissing comes and follows me. And I just say, like, hey, I think it's time for us to leave. (laughs) So he then asks for my number. Like, together? No, my best friend and I were going to leave together. I feel like us to leave, but not with you. Not with you. Exactly. No, not happening. So I'm like, well, this night was a bust. So he asks for my number and I'm like, well, I guess I'll give it to you even though I know nothing about you. So I give it to him because like... Because you already stuck your tongue down his throat. (laughs) If I didn't, I felt like it was a complete write-off. And I was really sad that I had missed out on the other guy because I did really like our conversation. Um, we go back home. I don't think about it again. I'm just mortified at this point. So then I do get a text from the guy that I had made out with on the dance floor and he wanted to go on a date. And I'm like, whatever, like, what do I have to lose? So I agree to the date. He could have a great personality. Yeah, he could. Like, he was polite for like the five minutes I knew him. So it was fine. Like, he just didn't give me creepy vibes. So I was okay with it. I'm like, whatever, I'll go on a date with you. Where do you want to go? So he doesn't tell me, which is probably the problem one. He doesn't tell me where he wants to go. But we decide to meet up. Uh, what do you mean? Like when you say he didn't tell you where he wanted to go in that he had an idea and he refused to tell you like it was going to be a surprise or he's just like, I don't know. Basically, I believe he had a surprise. Like I think he thought I think he would plan this date but didn't want to tell me what it was. Mm. And like looking back on it now, I would probably demand like I I want to know where we're going. We are not just going anywhere. Not trying to get murdered. We need to meet somewhere in public. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, no, no, he's a nice guy. It's been great. Like good personality. It's fine. I'll agree. You don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know him. I mean, did not know him at all. I was just shooting my shot into the universe. I was like, I want to find a nice guy. So I blindly agree to this. Did you think that that was cute or did you think that that was sketchy like at the time? 
I think I thought it was really cringy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I did have another question, actually, which is because I know that this is the summer of personality. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) This guy, you did get him confused with the other guy. But was this guy also cute? Like when you kind of were like, oh, my God, it's not him. And you looked at him. Were you like, ugly? Or were you like, oh, average, like. So it's terrible to say, but when, when I looked at him after seeing the original dude standing behind him, I was like, oh, they're definitely not the same person. And yeah, uh, yeah. He wasn't bad looking. The original like, was cuter? The original, yeah, he was totally, he was much cuter in so many ways. He was much cuter, but <laughs> uh, beer goggles definitely played a part in this. He's a whole different person. <laughs> the only yeah, thing. Yeah, but Roche, he's a dude in a dark bar wearing plaid. Like, they're all yeah, the same. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and it's the, the summer of pee personality. Exactly. Yeah, besides their dark hair their height and the fact that I think he was also wearing a plaid shirt there was nothing else that was similar about their faces about the way they spoke I just I don't know I was just so excited to take our one hour relationship to the next level but I just went for it like take me anywhere so I agreed to the date at the time my parents were not cool with me dating I was living at home so I told him to pick me up at my best friend's house so I'm at her house. We're having dinner with her family. Her parents are really chill. They know the drill with me. Oh, wait. So do they kind of like for like whatever drinking or like boys and stuff, do they kind of like put on a little like facade for your parents? Like Rosie's sleeping over here tonight. That kind of thing. 100%. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I was able to live a normal teenage lifestyle was because her parents were so cool. Yeah, they totally covered for me. I owe them so much. White parents rock. They definitely do. (laughs) They'll cover for you. I went to my friend's house in university, but her parents offered me a weed cookie and I was like shocked. I was like, I I don't think I should be doing this. You're like, is this a trick? (laughs) I knew that. No, I knew they were like cool with it, but I was I was the one who was being like, I don't think this is really appropriate. so responsible of you oh my god okay so you're at your friend's parents house they're hyping you up for the date i'm picturing the mom from mean girls being like need any snacks some condoms for this date (laughs) basically so yeah we're sitting and having dinner and like he doesn't even tell me he's here we just hear the doorbell ring and i didn't think it was him i was expecting just like hey i'm here come on out so my best friend's mom goes to the door and I hear kind of like a, oh, hi. And I'm like, who the hell is that? You're like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Like, I really did not expect it to be the guy. He's like, Rosie said there was dinner. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually him. He's at the door. I don't know this. We're still at the dinner table. And then I just hear some footsteps. And then I hear her mom being like, oh, look who's here. And I see the reddest man I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) <laughs> he is he is so 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 sunburned it's the worst sunburn i've ever seen in my life the heat is radiating off of him he looks uncomfortable i'm uncomfortable he probably if this wasn't long after the club night he probably was super red at the club even if it was dark and so he's probably like she already saw me she doesn't care about how i look my personality's all that matters <laughs> So he walks in like super confident. 
<laughs> exactly. Like I'm sure he was super sunburned and it wasn't that far after the club night. So I get up, I get up from this, from the dining table and I'm ready to book it. But no, my best friend's mom is like, do you want to sit down? And he's like, sure. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she is a cool mom. She's not like a regular mom. Oh my mom. God. It's group date. <laughs> Like, it turned into, like, a Sunday dinner, meet the family. I don't even know him. (laughs) I want you to meet the parents. Not my parents, but upset of parents. (laughs) We've reached that point. Was he charming? No! (laughs) Okay, not to me. He didn't charm me. But I think he was polite enough for a set of parents to, like, think he's a decent human being in the five minutes that they would have spoken to him. Did he say anything? Like, did he acknowledge how, like, absurdly burnt he was? No. (laughs) But I start putting it together. So we... By the way, I'm burnt. (laughs) No, he doesn't doesn't mention it. Um... Don't know if you can tell. (laughs) It was a red elephant in the room. So I'm mortified. Like, I don't, I don't want to sit and have dinner with you. I want to get the hell out of here. So we leave. And as I'm leaving the house, I feel my phone buzz. And my best friend's like, have fun with Lobster Man. <laughs> it's so funny, too, because you're leaving. And you know her whole family is now going to talk shit about your date that you're just going on. 100%. It ruined it for me already. Like, he ruined it already. <laughs> so we get in his car. And I'm like, so what do you do? And I find out he works construction, which is exactly how he got his burn because he's out in the sun every single day for long hours. So that was his day job. I later find out what he does at nighttime, but I only find that out a little bit later. So he takes me rock climbing, which was actually not a bad date idea. We have fun. It's a bit weird not to tell you you're going rock climbing, though, because like you need to dress appropriately. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And I wasn't like I was wearing jean shorts and a t-shirt. And I'm pretty sure I had to rent the rock climbing shoes. And I don't think I had socks with me because I had flats on. It was pretty, it was pretty nasty. But somehow after rock climbing, I'm, he's like, oh, do you want to come back to mine? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> what made you say yes? I think because we had a decent time at rock climbing, I was like, okay, let's see what his actual personality is like. Because I definitely wasn't attracted to him. I think after rock climbing, I was like, yeah, no, I don't think I actually think Red's not your color. Completely. Like, I couldn't see past his sunburn. You couldn't see the personality through the sunburn. No. So we go to his place, and we're just talking, and then we start making out. So then we go to his bed, and I'm making out with him, but the whole time I'm like, why? Why am I doing this? Like, why am I doing this to myself? Right. You're like, you're like, I'm not interested in him. He's so red. I don't like his personality. And yet, the thing is, though, I feel like if you're like 18, 19, 20, it's the summer, you're horny, you're with some dude, like, that's just that on that. Exactly. I think I convinced myself, like, this was supposed to be the normal college experience. Like, I've grown up so repressed in so many ways. Uh, yeah, I've totally felt that. And that's such a shitty feeling. Like, that sucks to feel like, oh, I guess I should just do this now. Yeah. So I'm just trying to talk to myself and try to explain to myself, like, what this, like, normal experience is. But a lot of the time, it's, like, kind of going against, like, what I actually was feeling. And in this moment, I'm like, I am not attracted to you. Why am I here? Why am I doing this? this I was like no 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 gotta go back to the living room buddy I can't do this so we do go back to the living room and then she was trying to think of like you know I should probably get the hell out of here because I don't want this to get any more awkward than it already has been so we just make small talk and he ends up telling me that uh by nighttime he is a actor an actor so he's an actor by night he's not gonna get any jobs with his like burnt skin (laughs) yeah I play burn victim number one (laughs) So I'm like, what do you mean you're an actor? And he's like, what does he mean by night? 
<laughs> Auditions are during the day. He takes acting night classes. So construction by day, oh, actor by night. Oh, that make you an actor. He's, he's taking classes. Yeah, exactly. So I actually, I end up leaving and I have no interest in talking to him again. So a couple days later, I'm at work and I get a text from him and he wanted to hang out. And at the time, like I hadn't learned to say no, if that makes sense. Yeah. I was like, no, don't want to hang out today. Like I'm at work. Then he's like, oh, come on. Like, I really want to hang out. And I'm like, no, like, I'm really tired. Not sure if I want to do this. Ew. <laughs> yeah, he was persistent. <laughs> no, come on, please. Just quit. Come on. Yeah, no, like, red flag central. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I've never, like, had someone, like, you reject him. Like, you're like, no, thank you. And they're like, but please. Like, that's so embarrassing for him. Helly Aaron Holly. Oh, yeah. Wait, Helly Aaron definitely did that. Never mind. <laughs> true that was his whole <laughs> shtick yeah right i just have blocked that from my memory but absolutely <laughs> it just left such a like extra bad taste in my mouth like why does he want to hang out with me again like i, I didn't think it like, i just didn't think it was like like the most amazing night right so i don't know i'm like no he wants to get laid and he thought he was close enough and he didn't get laid like he's gonna keep trying in his mind he got you halfway there he got you to the date he got you to the bed and he's like all i need to do is one more date and then it's done hundred percent and he's probably like oh my god what is my luck like I the first time I spoke to her in two minutes we're making out and like now I got her in my hundred yeah. percent it's funny because he probably thinks he was like charming but really you thought he was someone else <laughs> hey he is a good actor <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my god he improved his way into my life that night <laughs> I play a hot guy number three red hot <laughs> oh so I don't know like again like I just don't know how to say no and I thought I was giving like a lot of like like I just thought I, like saying that I didn't want to and I was like I was so tired and I was still at work was enough for him to like back off but he kept should like, be. he just kept texting me and being like no 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 I have a plan so I was like fine fine I'm gonna like <laughs> meet you at this bus stop after work but like I am exhausted I've been on my feet all day so like I really don't want to do anything like if you want to watch a movie at yours that's fine so he's like, yeah, sure. No problem. I got it. <laughs> so I, I finish work. I get to the bus stop and he picks me up in his car, which was a little strange because his apartment was so close to the bus stop that I was like, why the hell are you picking me up in the car? Oh, no. Another surprise. Yeah, he has another surprise. You nailed it. So I'm like not <laughs> being as nice as I was on the first day just because I'm like, Cause you don't want to be on this one. <laughs> Yeah, he bullied you into a second date. Yeah. That's why you're not being that nice to him. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, he, he totally did. He bullied me. You are 50% hostage at this point. <laughs> you do not need to be nice to your captors. No, but I'm like... I don't know what I was thinking I just again I was just like well like maybe tonight will be different like maybe there'll be something about him that's different and like (laughs) I convinced myself that this is like the last try so I get in the car and I'm realizing like Buddy's not driving towards his apartment that's scary oh so so scary and immediately like my flags are going all the way up like I like watch all the horror docs I like watch all of the true crime mystery documentaries that is my world so I'm like oh shit he's gonna kill me like tonight's the night so we're driving and I'm like dude where are you taking me and he's like, don't worry, it's a surprise. And I'm like, no, 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 this isn't cool anymore. Like, I don't, <sighs> I'm not okay with this. 
So he keeps driving and I'm from the city and he's starting to go places where I've just, I've never been before. So I'm getting like extra weirded out. Um, oh it's a, And it's also like about 6.37, possibly even 7.30. So it's like, it's summer. It's not dark out, but it's starting to get a little dusky. So he ends up going down this like more secluded road and pulls in, I shit you not, to a forest trail. Oh my, god. oh my god how freaked out were you at this point i am flipping out he pulls into the parking lot and i look at him and i'm like what are we doing and he's like oh we're gonna go for a walk and so for two reasons i'm pissed i'm like i don't know you we're about to go into a forest like didn't your mom like explain to you like how not to freak out a girl on a date like this is awful and the second reason i'm like you fucker like i told you what my boundaries are i was like i don't want to do anything but sit and watch a movie i am tired i am exhausted i've been at work i'm standing all day and you're going to take me on a goddamn hike in flats <laughs> this guy sucks <laughs> yeah i know he is a demon like a red lobster demon like he won't take no for an answer he is satan <laughs> why he's so red yeah and that's the thing like he had this perfect plan of like how you're supposed to date someone but he's not listening he's not he's not listening yeah. to my needs at all so we get out of the car and I like take two or three steps onto this trail and I look at him and I'm like, actually, no. So this is like probably the first time I actually stood up for myself <laughs> with a guy in this Good. kind of way. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not Congrats. walking. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. And also you had already told him that like, no, I'm not going further into the woods with you. Yeah, no, I, I, I told him like he knew he agreed to like a chill night, but he obviously wanted to do what he wanted to do. Yeah. Take you into the woods at nighttime alone. <laughs> Yeah, creep. I don't I don't know what his plan was, but like his plan was murder. He's the daytime <laughs> killer, that's why he's got a sunburn. <laughs> How he's known in the Ottawa area. Oh my god. He probably like his sunburn was probably just like stained blood of like his past victims on his face or something. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's so red. <laughs> Is that blood? Oh no, it's a sunburn. <laughs> Third degree. <laughs> So he gets like, okay, so this is where like I started being like, what is wrong with you? He starts getting angry. So he's just. Oh no, that's terrifying. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so I don't want to go on your hike. And I tell you this and I explain why it's a problem because you weren't listening to me. And then he starts getting like huffy, angry, upset. It's like I ruined his like perfect night. So we get back into his car and he starts like silently driving, thank God, back into the city. And he does take me back to his place. And we go upstairs. You still want to go back to his place? I don't know why I did. I felt like I felt like he was mad at me and I didn't know how to fix it. And I was scared that like because I'm in his car, I'm like, how do I like make him feel like Yeah, no true. Yeah. Like it just it was just weird. I had a weird feeling. I get it. About it's it. hard. Yeah. It's hard at that age. You feel like you have to give them something. Like you don't feel like you can fully say no or stand up for yourself or just like end mm-hmm. things. You're like, I have to give them something. Yeah, you're like, I gotta go like ninety percent or eighty percent or like I gotta give them more than I want to to make them happy. Or it's like, yeah, you're like trying to compromise. Like it's like, oh well, I said I he's mad now because I wouldn't go on this walk. So yeah. like I guess I'm gonna go upstairs with him, which like so sucks, but that's the narrative, what we get in our heads, which it's totally their fault i get why you did that it sucks i think about it i'm like well if that happened to me again today like what would i have done and i feel like i probably would have to like i feel like i would feel like i would have to do the same thing all over again because 
I'm isolated. I'm in the woods with you. I didn't want to be here. Now you're mad at me and you're my ride out of here. Like, how mm-hmm. do I, how do I fix the situation yeah. so that you actually drop me off somewhere in one piece and alive and hundred percent. So he takes you back to his apartment now. So we go back to his apartment and he stands up in front of me, which is like, I hate when I'm sitting down and people around me are standing. It drives me off the wall. I get so uncomfortable. Anyway, so he stands up in front of me and he's like, I'm going to perform some of my acting for you. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Unsolicited. Yes. Yes. My eyes get wide. I'm like, oh, in my head, I'm like, fuck, do not perform in front of me because I don't know how to behave. (laughs) Don't do this. I'd be like, can I film? Like, please. So he starts performing this monologue, not even a meter oh away God. from me. I'm sitting on the couch. He's standing in front of me. He's getting so intense about his fucking monologue. His monologue is like... <laughs> is it a serious, is it dramatic monologue? It is a serious, dramatic, emotional, and angry monologue. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, listen, I just need to let out some of the feelings I have built up right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do an anger piece, all right? So- <laughs> Like, his whole body was acting with his speech, if that makes sense. Like, it wasn't just, like, reciting this monologue. He was, like, acting it out physically (laughs) in front of me. I just, like, feel this, like, need to make my body, like, shrink into the couch. Like, I just, like, start compressing myself. (laughs) Like, I'm so uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm shuffling around. He's still going. And then he takes a pause and I look at him and I just, I can't control it anymore. I just burst out laughing. Mid-mono? Yeah. <laughs> I just start oh chuckling and chuckling and chuckling. And I'm like, woo, <laughs> wow. <laughs> like I'm just saying words like wow, because I'm horrified that I'm here <laughs> and witnessing this. Bravo. For the record, it was terrible acting. Just terrible. You're like, keep your day job. So he What did he say? Like was he just like did you like it? <laughs> Notes please. <laughs> I feel like I cut him off by laughing, which is the next problem. He gets so insulted that I laughed at him. Like I don't know if he thought I was supposed to like tear up or like dab my eye with a tissue at his magnificent acting skills, but like I was not the right audience for that. And at this point too, like I hate you. Like I fucking hate you. You asshole, you took me to the woods when I said I didn't want to do anything and you took me to the woods in the dark and I had flats on and got mad at me for like being like, "Dude, you didn't listen to me. I don't want to do this." So I want to get out I don't like you and I'm sure as shit not going to pretend like I enjoyed your fucking monologue (laughs) so I just want to know like what he what his objective was from performing a dramatic monologue for you (laughs) like I want to know what he thought he was gonna get out of that like that's so absurd yeah as if you were like that's so good I want to give you a blowjob right now exactly (laughs) 100% he thought he would like act my pants off like I don't know what it was I think he he truly believed his craft like it reminded me of those people that go on American Idol and they're like so sure that their voice is like the best voice ever and in reality it's like the most embarrassing thing to ever be witnessed oh my god just another example of how dudes are so fucking confident yeah like I'm trying to picture myself being like okay I've been working on this monologue like it's a second date like could you just watch it and like give me some validation of how talented I am like that's my nightmare it's and it's my nightmare too right like like don't play your fucking guitar for me don't act for me just keep your creativity to yourself like I don't want it (laughs) 
So he gets mad. But the problem is his monologue was an angry piece. So now I'm like, fuck, is he acting? Or is he actually mad at me? Also, you can't tell because his face is already so red that <laughs> <laughs> can't get more red. Exactly. So I don't know, like, is he blushing? Is he embarrassed that I laughed at him? Um, I can't see through the perma-red shell. So he sits down on the couch beside me. You could cut through the tense air between us. So he starts muttering to himself again, like in a pretty like aggressive and angry manner. And I look at him and I start laughing again because I thought he was still acting. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, he's method. (laughs) So then I, so he gives me the dirtiest side glance glare I've ever ever to this day received in my life and I'm like oh shit he's actually like in his feels right now (laughs) so then I'm like oh my god oh you weren't acting which makes it like 10 times worse now he's like real pissed at me and he's just like what no he could never be that good of an actor no, I, I obviously hurt his feelings. I treated his artistic craft as a joke. I laughed in his face. I demolished his ego and ruined his desk hike. A man's greatest fear, a woman laughing at him. Whereas yours was being led to the woods. Exactly. Yeah. So you both faced your fears that night. You both found <laughs> your worst nightmare. Exactly. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm going to get you back for that shit. Like, it's a summer of personality for you too. You're building it. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm stronger for this. So I'm like, oh shit, I got to get out of this place. He's really mad now. So I'm like, you know what? I think I got to go now. But don't worry. You don't have to drive me to the bus stop. So he takes me to the lobby and I walk 20 minutes to get to the bus. Uh, I delete his number. I'm like, fuck this. Like, I don't ever want to talk to this guy again. And a couple weeks pass by and I get a message, unfortunately, on like, a, I think it was a Friday night when I'm already drunk. So again, my best friend and I are going out. We're already drunk. So I get a text and it's like, hey, you going out tonight? And I'm like, who the fuck is this? I had a feeling it was him. So I didn't respond. And then he's like, hello, where are you going tonight? You going out tonight? So I think I'm being really like coy here. I'm like, okay, I'm going to respond back. But like, I'm not going to tell him exactly where I'm going. We were going to, um, at the time, I think it was Pier 21. So I respond back to him thinking like, I'm being so slick. I'm like, yeah, go in a pier. <laughs> but I don't have the 21. <laughs> oh my God. Try and figure out that riddle. <laughs> so he fully knows where you're going. <laughs> yeah, like I'm going out and out with you. And like, you're never going to find me. So... I don't like I don't get any text back. The night goes on. We arrive to the club and uh, we run. So my best friend run into this guy we went to middle school with who has like glowed up. He is super hot, super fun. He's with his like super <laughs> hot firefighter friend. It's like the perfect night. So we're dancing, making out with firefighter dude. Nice. I yeah. can't believe my luck because it's like the hottest guy I have fucking seen that whole summer. The opposite of Lobster Man. Completely. A nice tan. Yeah. Beautiful tan, <laughs> luscious, longer, but like wavier hair, but like kept. It's very clean, not greasy. Just super <laughs> nice. Like I was feeling good. I was feeling myself. So we're Hell dancing yeah. and making out and life is good until somebody really hard shoulder checks me to the point where I separate from the guy I'm like dancing and making out with oh my god so I look up and I see lobster man with this other guy and he had hit me like he had literally shoulder checked me so hard and like the wind knocked out of me basically and so 
I look up and I'm like, what the hell just happened? And I see him. And so he did come to the club to fucking find me. And his friend's like, <laughs> here's the best part. Holy fuck. Yeah, so scary. His friend is like, hey, you know her? And he's like, yeah, I know her. And then he walks out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I knew her. It's over, Rosie. For the friend not to even be like, why did you hit that woman? He was just like, oh, you hit her. You must know her. <laughs> yeah. She must have wronged you. <laughs> she must have thought it was me. It happens. She does that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I do do that. She has a habit of uh, making mistakes at the bar. <laughs> hey, that's not me. Let's go shove her away from this man. This beautiful, tall, jacked, not red firefighter who she must think is me. I'll save her. <laughs> yeah. I'll save her. <laughs> the guy I'm with is like, what the fuck just happened? And I'm like, I honestly, I'm like, it's just this guy I like hung out with like once or twice. I'm like, I don't know what his deal is. So uh, thank God there's like no fight because lobster left. <laughs> Scuttled away. <laughs> like a crab sideways. <laughs> he just like went back to the ocean, like went retreated in a shell. Never to be seen again, I hope. <laughs> so obviously I would never speak to this guy again. And I shit you not, like after that night, you'd think like he would burn any piece of my existence. No, literally a few weeks later, like I get a text pretty sure again from his number and it's oh like, God. hey, but I don't respond this time. <laughs> holy shit this guy won't fucking give up at this point he has literally shoved you and he still thinks that he could maybe hook up like well holly crustaceans are known for their resilience that's why they have such a hard shell <laughs> <laughs> hey what's the difference between a dirty bus stop and a crab with breast implants one's a busty crust no fuck <laughs> damn it every fucking <laughs> One's a crusty bus station, and one's a busty crustacean. <laughs> Roche actually told that joke on her first day of work once. <laughs> All of her coworkers. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> I actually had a worse one and later on. They were like, that was inappropriate. And I was like, oh, no, you're lucky. I held back the inappropriate one. <laughs> Anyways, I got more crab material if anyone wants. I'm so sorry. Roche had to leave. She really needs to work on her tan. She's trying to get just really nice and red these days. But instead, I have somebody even better. We've got Lobster Man with us today. Boo! Did I get you? I got you. I can't see you, so I don't know if I scared you, but I bet I did. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Lobster Man, I mean, you definitely are scary. Yeah, I like to surprise people. I got you. You didn't even see that coming. You didn't see that one coming, I bet you. No, we didn't. I think you're a bit confused between what is scary and what is a nice surprise. What do you think? Uh, surprises, I think that people mix up fear with excitement. It's like in our bodies, we, it's the same chemicals. So, you know, mm. like an athlete, before they go into a game, they're like, oh, I'm nervous. Now they're excited. They're excited because they don't know what's going to happen. You could get, you could totally get pummeled. You get pummeled, you get concussion. You get a concussion, and uh, mm. that's a surprise. But hey, it's exciting. You know, that's life. That's life. Do you think that's the same with rage? Every all the emotions end up feeling like the exact same thing to me. Like I just have one emotion. I just feel one thing, and it's just like, oh. yeah, it's good. Yeah, happiness, anger. They all sad, feel like, the same. You know, in acting, they say it's mad, glad, sad, afraid. So 
Those are the four <laughs> emotions you feel. But it's just for me, it's one emotion. And I think that's why I'm such a good actor. I think that's why I'm such a good actor, because I really convey all emotions, which is one emotion. Mm. Yeah, everyone gets it. I'm universal. It's like math. It works in every language. That's me. You really toot your own horn. Rosie, do you think that Lobster Man is a good actor? A Lobster Man, I have to tell you. If I could give you one piece of advice, I would say you might want to stick to your day job. Oh, the acting is my day job now. So thanks, Rosie. That's a great compliment. I quit construction so that I could work acting full time and huh. The jobs, let me tell you, they're not in yet, but I played a lot of <laughs> I played a lot of background characters and it's a matter of time because trust me, I get noticed. Trust me, I get noticed. Why do you get noticed? Oh, because people are like, that guy, he's too red. <laughs> they're like, he's really taking up the shot. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. I know I, I've got to look. And then I'm like, can I act for you sometime? And they're like, no, this isn't the time for that. And then I just get right into it. I just stand and I just do my monologue. I do my greatest piece. Okay, so it, we're actually 10 years in the future from us hearing the story about you. So please tell me, are you still red? Oh, yeah. You can hear me sizzling, can't you, right now? It sounds yeah. like bacon cooking in the background, but I'll tell you, that's just me. I'm burning. I'm frying up here. My skin's peeling off as I talk. Layers. Lobster I'm like man. a snake. I'm just shedding. You think the new skin would be a regular color, but no, it comes out. It actually comes out redder and scalier. <laughs> you know, you call me lobster man, but I'm kind of part reptile now. <laughs> I'm going to be in Ripley's. They're going to put me in Ripley's. I told you I'd be famous, Rosie. I told you. You missed out. <laughs> Wow, that is just so devastating for Rosie that she missed out on a true celebrity. What has your doctor had to say? I feel like you must have like a really a lot of skin cancer happening. I don't go see a doctor. The only person I follow is Neptune, god of the sea. <laughs> the only opinion that matters because people don't understand talent these days. The notes they give, like Rosie saying I can't act. You want to see me act, Rosie? Are you ready, Holly? You too. Oh, I don't god. think you're ready for this. I don't think you're ready for this oh, jelly. Give us your best. Okay. <clears throat> Let me tell you something about Janice Ian. I was best friends with her in middle school. I know, right? It's so embarrassing. I don't even whatever. Then in eighth grade, <laughs> I started going out with my first boyfriend, Kyle, who was totally gorgeous, but he moved to Indiana. And Janice was like weirdly jealous of him. Like okay. if I blew her off the I, seat. Yeah. I, I thank think you. Thank can, you. We'll, yeah. We'll go watch Mean Girls on our own if we want to. That was really nice. And what I mean by that is it was it was awful. But I hope you're everyone's a critic. Audition. Everyone's a critic these days. What are you doing? Mm. What are you doing to shine your light? Hmm? Hmm? Oh, you know, just being locked in my house in the pandemic. Um, you're right. Yeah, Maybe that sounds be... like unemployed to me. <laughs> Am I yeah, right, well... Rosie? High five. <laughs> no, I'm never touching you again. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Rosie. Come on. Give me another chance. I'm afraid I'm oh, getting dang. pinched by your claws and dragged into the uh, underworld. Yeah, yeah. You love me. You just don't know it. You'll see. You'll no, see. You'll no. all see. No one loves you. Okay, Lobster Man, I want to know what's your dating life like right now? My dating life is non-existent. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't try to make up a lie or like a dramatic monologue. Oh, is... man. I, I was acting. Ha ha. I got gotcha. you. I'm, I'm a hunk. Wow. I'm a hunk and everyone wants me. I'm dating 50 million women at the same time. And I don't call them back because I'm too popular. And uh, my phone really? my phone blew up. I put too many contact names in and it just spontaneously combusted. It couldn't handle it. I'm waiting for the iPhone 69. The 69. Yes. 
they're making that one specially for me because that's the only one that can hold as many contacts as I need because I got a lot of bitches that I'm calling. So, you know, Lobster Man, I kind of think you're full of shit because you were so despo for Rosie that you kept contacting her even after you shoved her at a bar. Dad, that was my greatest role yet. Hockey player number three. And man, who wants to date Rosie? That was all an act. I played you. I played you like a fiddle, Rosie. How do you feel? Not so good. Now you know what it tastes like. Salty, like the sea. Oh, the sea gets angry and you don't want to mess with the sea. Um, okay, Lobster Man. So what I'm hearing is you don't want to take accountability for your own actions. You want to blame it on acting. You're welcome. Standing ovation. Thank you. Thank you. I'll accept my Oscar now. Oh, you like me. You really like me. Okay. Okay. Lobster Man, uh, what do you do for fun? Like, what are your hobbies outside of acting? Because obviously that's your profession. I like to go to Red Lobster. I like to fine dine and wine at Red Lobster and get oh, those really? those biscuits. But sometimes I walk in there and they confuse me. They confuse me for the lobsters in the tank. And so someone points to me and they go, I want that one. And I like, <laughs> I'm not for sale. Lobster man, isn't that like cannibalism if you go to Red Lobster? I play, when I go out to eat, I play human. I, I, I That's my greatest <laughs> acting role yet. So wait, we're fine. You are actually I'm a lobster, lobster yes. <laughs> I am I am a lobster, yeah. Joke's on you, Rosie. You dated a crustacean. So now who's the what's weird worse? one? Hmm? Yeah, what's worse, cannibalism or bestiality? <laughs> and you think that shoulder check was hard? I could have got you with my pincers. I could have got with you with my pincers. I could have crushed you. I could have crushed your skull whole. Turns out you are a good actor. You pretended to be a living human being for two days. Yeah. You know how hard it is to breathe oxygen when you need you need water? You need fresh ocean? You know how hard that is? Walking on your tail, making it look like feet when you got one connected flipper, one tail? That's real hard. I'm the ultimate actor. Where's my Oscar? Where's my Golden Globe? Emily in Paris got one. I want an Emmy. Come on. Come on. Give it to me. You deserve it. I've never thought I would say this, but you deserve it. Thank you. Hello, Rip. Ripley's, you're going to want to sit down for this one. Now I get it that you were going to be in Ripley's. <laughs> um, okay, Lobster Man. Honestly, now that I know that you are a, you know, a, a lobster. A lobster. Um... I'm a lobster. Yeah. <laughs> Don't eat me. I go great with butter. Nobody wants to eat you that much. I can, I can <laughs> confirm. I do have one more question for you, though. And I just want to know, like, where do you go from here? Where, what's happening next for you? Well, at the end of the month, it's a full moon, which means that the tides, they change. And so do I into that ocean, which I once returned because I need some water and then I can okay. come back. I need to spend at least three months in the water to gulp as much as I can so that I can last on land and pursue your dream of acting on land on land they got terrible movies down under they got terrible channels you know what they say the seaweed is always greener the seaweed is greener except underwater where we're colorblind okay Uh, we have cable we got cable under the sea and you know the only movie that they got that they play on repeat aquamarine starring jojo I really thought you were going to say The Little Mermaid. No! Oh my god, that's banned! Are you kidding? We're not allowed to watch that. It's illegal to go on land, pretend you got feet. I am a criminal in my country down under in the ocean (laughs) where I'm from, my homeland. I'm not allowed back. I gotta sneak back in. Uh, Rosie, did you have any burning questions that you wanted to know about Lobster Man before we sent him back to the sea and called Neptune on his ass? Don't send me back! I'm wanted! They'll eat me alive! Lobster Man, I just want to know what did you plan on doing when you took me to the woods 
I led down a path into a beach, and I was gonna take you underwater, and I was gonna make you my Ursula. <laughs> my queen. She's a queen. You were gonna be my queen. You lost it all, Rosie. How dare you? You could have been my personal assistant, getting me Starbucks every day. You're gonna be a queen. Yeah, my oh, queen is my assistant. <laughs> she may be a queen, but I'm Poseidon. <laughs> That's the end of this episode, but we know the stories of shitty dudes are endless. So if you have a story about a bad boy and would like to be on the podcast, follow us on Instagram at boysboysboyspodcast and shoot us a message or send an email to boysboysboyspod at gmail.com. Give us the gist, but save the juicy bits if you'd like to share in person. We will change names, but everything else is up for roast. Thanks for listening. Intro and outro music by Incompetech.com. Royalty-free music at a really free price. Aquamarine starring Jojo.